You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. All right, everyone. So welcome to another episode. We are blessed to have the awesome Dr. Eric Zelensky today. He's going to be teaching us a lot about, geez, everything from um, oils to biblical principles that allow our bodies to heal um, through any aspect of our health challenges. And so, Dr. Eric, great having you on today. Thanks for being on. Well, thank you for having me. The blessing and honor is mine, especially as we are, um, you know, almost Mr. America's, <laughs> Mr. Awesome. Washington, I'm Mr. Georgia. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we were just talking about that. You know, we have something in common, which is our both of our wives are, are uh, Mrs. Um, well, Mrs. Georgia currently, Dr. Eric's wife. My wife was a Mrs. Washington, so we have that connection, that bond. <laughs> that bond of uh, pageant husbands is uh, a pageant husbands. We don't get enough credit. We don't. Hey, without a Mister, there ain't no Mrs. Right? So I don't. We don't get nearly enough credit for our wife's glory. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, no, that's great. You know, here's the thing, Dr. Eric. The reason I wanted to have you on is because I think you have a great story of where you came from to where you yes. are now. Just helping bless people um, and, and really freeing themselves from the prison of of bad health, bad physical, mental, spiritual health. It just is really just taking a toll on our culture in America today. But tell us what's your story that brought you to where you are now in creating your um, website, naturallivingfamily.com. Yeah. You know, from the pain, the literal pain that I experienced was birthed a passion because God freed me. And I know what it's like to be sick. I mean, ever since, as far as I can remember, dealing with social phobia disorders, anxiety and stress, gut issues, gas, bloating, pain, like physical pain. I remember being a young 20, 21, 22-year-old, and a neurologist looked at an MRI because I was going chronic back pain, and, and no, no one could help me. I went to a chiropractor. I went to, I went to Eastern medicine doctor. I went to all kinds of different things. And, and this doc said, like, what did you do to yourself? You have a spine of a 50-year-old. I mean, just deterioration and just, you know, pre-scoliosis type of just manifestations of something that was not working well in my body, in my health. And, you know, we could talk about, I was on the standard American diet, had a lot of antibiotics, a lot of ear infections, throat infections. And you fast forward, I started to self-medicate and like a lot of people taking antacids, Pepto-Bismol, um, pain, of course, aspirin was a big deal for me, having a lot of painkillers, using a lot of that stuff. Um, Getting to the point in my life where I realized that there's a better way, but I didn't know what to do. Well, kind of fast forward a couple of years till I hit my own proverbial rock bottom. I hit my own rock bottom where I didn't have any purpose. I had no purpose. I was going through school, college. I didn't know what I was doing. I was dealing with clinical depression. I start, started to medicate with alcohol, with narcotics, doing cocaine. I was smoking a pack of cigarette a day, smoking pot all the time just to get high, just to self-medicate. And that really caused a downward spin for about four years. Started having suicidal thoughts. Like I was a wreck, like wow. physically a wreck, emotionally a wreck, spiritually estranged from God. And then I had a born again experience where I, I became a Christian. Like it was dramatic. I was blind. Now I see. 
out of nowhere, my life just transformed. And my first mentor, man who led me to Christ, his name is Enoch. Now he's 75 years old and he can still run circles around me and probably you too. One of the strongest, healthiest people I know, not on any drugs, lives a very holistic, natural lifestyle and says, Eric, your body's a temple of the Holy Spirit. You got to quit smoking. You got to quit drinking a pot of coffee. You got to quit doing this stuff. You know, your body's a temple of the Holy Spirit, brother. Take care of it. And that started me on a journey. And then lo and behold, pastor after pastor or mentor after mentor, God just really started putting good people in my life to motivate and help me live a healthy life. And here we go. Now, 16 years later, it's become a global ministry for my wife and I. That's awesome. And so through the struggle comes greatness. And, yeah. you know, when we're in that journey, it can become just a feel like there's no light. And I think for people yes. that have struggled with depression, it's tough for other people to really understand what's going on. Like, Hey, why can't you just snap out yes. of that? Right. And oh. sometimes it just takes that, that whatever you want to call it, whether it be that, that spiritual intervention, that, that mentor that's maybe God's working through them to help you, to help shift you. And sometimes it's just that two degree shift, you know, it's that two degrees in our lives that help shift us to, I mean, you were going down a, a dark place. I mean, all those things you just talked about, um, most people would never be able to, to overcome that. And uh, that's a, it's an awesome story. And so now what you're doing with natural living family, um, really, it looks like you're really focusing on those seven key areas of biblical health. And so what are the seven key areas of biblical health? And then how do you help people create balance in those areas if there's such a thing? So when Jesus says in the gospel of John and the thief, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy, I came. I come. I have come to give you life and have it to the full, have it abundantly, some versions say. I prayed and I asked very early on in my walk with God, like what, that, that verse really stuck out to me out of all the verses. Like, what does that mean? What's abundant life? Because I believe as a born again believer, if I die, I'm going to go to heaven. So that's not it. Like heaven isn't it. Heaven isn't the abundant life. If Jesus came to give you now and he goes, you know, heaven has come. I bring heaven to you now. It's to be experienced. Like, what does that look like, God? And Enoch, going back to him, was a great example because I saw somebody who had a pretty good rocking out balance of his work, his relationships, his health, his wealth, everything just kind of, he didn't have, he wasn't like a billionaire. He wasn't Mr. America like you and I, <laughs> but, but he was, um, he's well balanced. And so I prayed and God, like, I believe God showed me there's seven areas that, that make up everyone's life. Everyone's life. So whether it's your sex life, whether it's your, your physical health, whether it's your emotions or your work, and first it's spiritual, a relationship or walk with God, and next would be a mental, you know, our mental capacities, our, our emotional piece, like our mood, your, how you feel, how you experience, um, a physical, like a very real physical aspect to our life. And then there's this financial piece. We have Dave Ramsey talking all about that. And then there's occupational. And then you get people like John Maxwell and others that are talking about leadership and then social. So how we relate to our families. And so I started seeing ministries all over the world. Most churches focus on the spiritual, a little bit with the emotional. You have some people like, again, John Maxwell's and the Michael Heights who are all about the occupational, the leadership. Dave Ramsey's doing the money thing. A lot of people like Kirk Cameron are talking about marriages and other people like love and respect and, you know, the five love languages. But what about the physical and even some of the mental too? Like it seemed like the physical aspect of life was kind of neglected in the church. You don't hear a lot of people talking about it. And it dawned on me, ding, 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 gluttony is the acceptable sin of the church. And I was like, whoa, when God told me that, it blew my mind. And then I started seeing. 
I started seeing, I started understanding. And uh, one of my pastor friends of mine who developed emphysema, the only person I personally know who developed emphysema because he became morbidly obese. And you know, emphysema is like 99.9% related to smoking. And he ate himself virtually to death. And I was pleading with him, like trying to like reach him, help him. And he's like, well, Eric, Christians don't drink, Christians don't smoke. What do we do? Got to do something, we eat. And I was like, oh. And then sugar, and then coffee, and then all the addictive substances. And then I was like, I get it. I get it now. And so out of all those seven areas, we got ministries all over the world helping you be a great disciple, helping you, you know, serve and, and balance your financial peace and be a great leader and, and be a workforce believer in, in ministry. And they're like, what about your physical aspect? And which is why I love what you do, which is why I appreciate your ministry, because if we neglect the most fundamental aspect of our being, which is our body, we can't fulfill our calling Christ. I mean, it is impossible to do what God wants you to do if you're laid up in bed and if you're sick. You just, yes, you could pray. And maybe you can't even pray if you're battling brain fog or clinical depression. I know what it's like being able to, I'm sorry, being unable to even pray for people. I wasn't even able to pray for myself. I was so sick. I was so depressed. I was so self-absorbed in my world. I was in survival mode. I was barely getting by, let alone thinking how I can help other people. And so what became this, these seven key pillars, I've been focusing on the physical aspect for all these years because I've realized it's been one of the most neglected in the body of Christ. And we just got to get back to basics, learning how to eat, learning what to do when you got a headache. I mean, just stuff. Absolutely. Those foundations, you know, it all comes down to a great foundation. We have a weak foundation in any area of our life, any of those areas too, like our relationships, our finances, whatever it is, it just starts crumbling down and, and all those crumble down too when we don't have that, that centerpiece. And you, you really focus a lot on oils. You guys have multiple books on your oils. You guys are doing some great things, even a, the documentary that you're doing here um, real soon on oils as well. Why are oils such a big focus for you guys? Um, in your ministry with this physical health. You know, we talked about that in my first book, uh, The Healing Power of Essential Oils, that we're only as strong as our weakest link. And as all these areas are connected, whether it's like if, if your work life is struggling, it's going to affect your finances. If, you're, if your marriage is struggling, it's going to affect your mental health, like everything, right? And so when it comes to the physical, out of all the ones, of course, spiritual is first. I listed that first. Out of There's nothing that could affect all the other areas of life unlike a sick body. And when it comes down to it, I don't know of anything that should be in people's medicine cabinets other than essential oils, because that has been the missing key for many people, what to do, what to do for the aches and the pains and the symptoms and the things that come with life. And like Jesus says, in this world, you will have trouble. Like you will stub your toe. You will break a bone. You will, you know, hurt yourself sometimes physically, but take heart. I've overcome. And the thing about the essential oils is unlike any supplement, unlike any food, there is, immediate there is an immediate neurological and a physiological response when you use them. Like we're talking, it's medicine. An essential oil is plant-based medicine. And unlike medicine, that all of them have a side effect to it. And you, you know it. And this isn't even an argument. You just watch TV and you look at that commercial and they list for about solid 15 to 20 seconds, everything from diarrhea to death in the middle, you name it. Yeah, things you wouldn't even wish on your worst enemy are side effects of those medications. <laughs> Essential oils, if used properly, have zero side effects. Why? Because they're plant-based. And why? Because they're made of the earth. Why? Because we're from the earth. 
and, and we have neuroreceptors, we have mechanoreceptors, our brain reacts well to these chemicals because God designed it that way. On the flip side, these synthetic chemicals, these synthetic fragrances that are in your aerosols and that are in your, your, your lotions and your potions you put on your body, the body cannot and does not know how to properly interact with them. We don't have the proper receptors in the body, so it creates a neurological insult. That's why we see so many kids right now with autism, ADHD, so many people with brain fog. This has been linked to cancer. So when you come down to it, yes, food is important. We've got to make sure our diet is solid. We have to move exercise. You know, I believe in chiropractic care wholeheartedly. I'm a chiropractor. Um, yet when it comes to like practical things to do, like when something happens, again, sleep, nausea, even boosting libido, what are you going to do? Are you going to run to Viagra? What if you're in chronic pain? And what are you going to do? Go to an opioid? Wow, that can really mess things up and cause a significant addiction and cause much more spiritual ramification you might not realize. So I like essential oils. I love them for that purpose. And it's opened up a door. And it's opened up a door for people to want to feel better. Because here's the thing, Doc. It's really hard to tell somebody, hey, you got to change this about your diet. You got to exercise five times a week and this, this, meditate and pray and da, 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 da. But you know what I could do? Anyone. If you're not sleeping well, which is the usually the first thing I do when I work with people and advise, you got to sleep. You can't be well if you don't recover at night. Like you will be chronically stressed in that sympathetic mode that's going to cause you to be inflamed throughout emotion, mental, and physical. So anyone can get a bottle of lavender, get a couple drops, put it in a diffuser, and press on. That's easy. Now you could start sleeping better. That's the first thing, just to get you a quick win. Anyone can put a little bit of orange or a little bit of lemon, which are proven antidepressants, put that in the diffuser and press on and enjoy that soporific dopamine producing serotonin. This is scientific, y'all, producing effects. Now you feel better. That's easy. And now once you feel better, I hope you become a good addict. And like me, you're addicted to feeling good now. You're like, wow, I crave it. I crave the energy. And then hopefully you're like Paul, who's like Paul from the Bible, who's like, look, it, I, I have so much energy within me. Like, it's just, it's pouring out. You know, like, I, I, I have the fuel of the Holy Spirit to help me do the ministry. But Paul couldn't have done what he did if he was sick. That's why he told Timothy, hey, have a little wine for your stomach aches. Like, he gave a prescription in the Bible. Have a little wine for your stomach aches. What are the prescriptions that we need? Gut health, inflammatory, pain issues, mood issues, um, focus issues, sleep issues, all the things that we deal with. Essential oils can help. No, they're so powerful. And, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in our own lives about, hey, you know, we're just in this desperate place and we reach for things. And, you know, there's things for a crisis. And, and that's great in that medical system. And if it's going to save our lives, get us out of a really bad situation. But so oftentimes we just use that as that, Hey, we're going to just use this as our crutch. And then yes. that becomes the addiction or it becomes the addiction of not feeling good, but just feeling good enough. And that's a dangerous place to be. So what have been some of the, maybe one of the biggest vehicles for you um, and helping other people that has allowed you to deliver this knowledge to people? And why has that been so effective? Well, the books that we write have reached a lot of folks. And that's been a blessing. And so we have two books that we wrote, The Healing Power of Essential Oils and The Essential Oils Diet. And they're available everywhere books are sold. And what they do, they educate. They educate you on how to use what I call these precious plant-based compounds safely and effectively for everything. I mean, A to Z. 
a number of different health conditions. And so what we've tried to do through various things like master classes, our own podcast that we have, our website, is just to give people tips and encourage and one by one by one. And one thing is to diminish the overwhelm. And that is so easy. And I get it. Again, I, I battled with social phobia disorders. I battled with anxiety and panic attacks. I know what it's like to feel like so trapped you don't know what to do. It's called paralysis by analysis in the marketing world. I get that. And I don't want folks to go to Dr. Google to type up, you know, like headache remedy or something like that and get a million, literal million hits and be like, what do I do? This says, website says this, this said not to do that. So what, what we try to do, and one thing I want to encourage everyone doing listening is, is clear away the noise and focus on some low-hanging fruit. Like what can you do that's simple, that's within your budget, and that will make an impact? And the typical thing that I, we usually advise people to do is focus on your pain point, whatever it is. I mean, what is the thing that's really aching at you? It could be literal pain. It could be maybe mood. Like I remember um, one woman we helped and we worked with that followed our book. She said she's part of a group program that we have. And she says, I want to stop being angry at my kids. Like, I, I don't know why. I'm just so on edge all the time. Like I'm a mom. I have three beautiful kids. And she just, you know, she just, that's, that was her thing. So that was her motivation. So she focused on things to help calm her. See, that's the thing. She had her thought on edge. I'm stressed. I lash out in anger. What can I do? So we reverse engineer. Now you do things that will cause you to be a little calmer, something that you could go to as like a, um, you know, an outlet instead of lashing out at your kids, you're taking out an aromatherapy inhaler with bergamot and neroli to help stop that panic. Like that can help in the moment, like that, that practical stuff. Same thing, like if it's sleep, you go through a number of different essential oils or different supplements that you know that could help. So we focus on the low-hanging fruit and something that will get, that will get the needle moving. Because once you get a quick win, you're going to want more. It's just like athlete. You know, you start someone with the basics. Once you teach someone how to throw, you can teach them how to catch. Now you can teach them how to hit. Next thing you know, you get them on a scrimmage and they're playing ball. It's that kind of concept. And so just step by step by step. And, and also one thing I want to leave everyone with is the importance of minimizing the toxins that are in our lifestyle. And most of them outside of our home are unavoidable. I get that. You can't control the air quality in your office, at, you know, in your car even to some extent outside, but you have ultimate control in your home. So getting a good Air, purifier, um, air purifier, having good water, um, making sure you're not using aerosols. Like if there's one thing everyone has to do is throw away every, every synthetically fragrant aerosol. Plug in um, your poo-poo spray. I don't care what it is. <laughs> Folks, I'm, I, I'm telling you, this is World Health, Organiz World Health Organization stuff. Like WHO rat, um, confirmed, these are neurotoxins. These toxic Synthetic chemicals create an insult to the brain the brain doesn't know what to do with. And so it's been linked to autoimmunity, brain fog, cancer, and a whole slew of disorders. Synthetic smell. Like your antibacterial soap, that's another one. We don't need it. You can live without it. And so it's about, okay, throwing away the bad stuff one by one by one. And either making your own or buying the good one. That's a great place to start. Yeah, it all comes down to decisions, right? So it's making one decision. We don't have to change our whole paradigm overnight. A lot of people, yeah. I think, are too concerned about being perfect. Mm -hmm. And then that creates that paralysis by analysis again. It says, hey, just do something. Take one aspect, 
start to apply it. Take one of these things that Dr. G just talked about and just do it. And then the next day or week or month, do the next thing. And yeah. you look over the course of a year and your lifestyle will be a, a totally transformed life. And that leads me to my, my next question for you is, you know, everyone's looking for the next thing, the next supplement, the next superfood that's going to just change their life. But really it just comes back down to some biblical approaches and principles. And so why is it that this biblical approach that you work with patients on still works for people thousands of years later? Oh, it's timeless. It's how God made us. I mean, the way that God made Adam and Eve is we have the same DNA structure. Our bodies are the same. And, and, and you can look at it. Our bodies have adapted through thousands of years of, of a good, consistent, holistic lifestyle. And then it's only been the last hundred 150 years that we mess things up with a lot of science and chemicals and the body doesn't know what to do with all this stuff. So this is ancient wisdom. Thing is like going to the book of Proverbs, by the way. I don't think we read enough. If you guys want a tip too, for those people who read their Bible, every day, read a chapter of the book of Proverbs. Make that just part of a devotional because there are 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. So you read a chapter a day and you'll go through them, reading the whole book of Proverbs in a month. And you'll get a lot of good practical advice. For example, hey, eat a little honey. It tastes good, but not too much or you'll get sick. I mean, some versions say you'll vomit. Like that's true, a little bit. And you're, one thing you're not going to hear, you're never going to read in the Bible all things in moderation because that's a lie from the pit of hell. You're never going to read all things in moderation. What you're going to learn from the Bible through a very variety of different teachings are all good things in moderation right? Take like that. I just mentioned the verse on honey, a little bit, just what you need. Don't sleep too much, a sluggard, right? And they talk about how that will produce poverty. Like you got to work. If a man don't work, a man don't eat. It's about balance. And so when it comes down to it, one thing we try to do is in, in the Bible is very clear. A lot of things are very clear cut. Um, this is good. This isn't good. And so that's when your emotional health, your financial well-being, your relationship with your family, your friends, like forgiveness, that's a non-negotiable. But do you know now research has proven that unforgiveness and feeling bitterness, bitter feelings of being wronged is directly linked to low back pain and fibromyalgia in women? Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? If you're listening right now in a woman or a man, and if you're dealing with chronic pain, forgive somebody. Maybe that might be the key. Maybe not the aspirin. Maybe not the chiropractic adjustment. Maybe not peppermint oil. Maybe you just need to like let go. And if you're like me, and maybe you were raised in an abusive environment, that could be hard. But you know what? Like Peter said, how many times should we forgive? Seven times? No, 77 times, seven times. Unlimited. We're supposed to forgive. Why? Because unforgiveness is like drinking poison, but expecting someone else to get hurt. It's not, for, it's not excusing. It's not making allowance for. But feeling like you've been wronged and being bitter, and having that, it's an actual sympathetic neurological response when you think of someone, when you feel, when you look at someone, you feel different. That's a sign that there's something wrong going on, and that will manifest in physical pain. It's in the medical literature. Wow. So when you start looking at these concepts in the Bible, love and forgiveness, you start seeing they have a lot of physical benefits to them. Well, that's so huge because, you know, I feel that the spiritual aspect and that mental aspect, the emotional, spiritual, they're all tied in together. And so oftentimes those are just overlooked or dismissed yeah. in Western medicine, even though there's research on how this affects our health. Why do you think that is? You know, you can't make money on forgiveness. You know what I do? And it, this is crazy. 
Um, our books, like my Healing Power of Essential Oil book, you can get on Amazon for 13 bucks. Um, we have a masterclass, how to teach people how to use essential oils, $77. Um, we have people come back to us and say, I'm off my anxiety meds. I'm off my depression meds. Um, my marriage has been restored. Like crazy stuff, right? It's, yeah, I, the reality is, and I hate to say it, I, I feel that the powers that be in the, the companies that run the drug companies and even the government to some extent, it's very much based off of lobbying. And if you want to get your mind blown, by the way, watch the uh, documentary by Katie Couric called Fed Up. That blew my mind. I don't know how I wasn't aware of it. 2015, all about childhood obesity and the sugar scandal. And you'll see how the government and how big pharma and how big manufacturing. And again, this is Katie Couric. This isn't like, this isn't new age philosophy. This isn't Christianity stuff. This isn't, this isn't conspiracy theory. This is like Katie Couric. We all know her, right? Yeah. One of the most respected, you know, anchor women and newscasters and reporters in the world. Systematically pointing out what happened and how we got duped. And so when you look at it, man, there's an element where ultimately, and I'm speaking to a, a brother to a brother, I believe the enemy of our souls, I believe Satan has had a heyday when it comes to this kind of stuff. And he's affecting the way we look at things and he's speaking lies to people that have power and ultimately it's trickled down. And so God's given us a revelation because we're not ignorant of the devices of the enemy, the Bible says. And I believe those people who are very spiritually minded, they're spiritually discerning things. That's very much a scriptural concept. And so when my mentor, Enoch, was first introduced to the microwave 40-some years ago, God told him not to use it. And he, everyone thought it was crazy. Well, we now know how dangerous the microwave is. That's what we need. We need to be so connected with to the Lord that when someone says, hey, here's 5G, what do you think? You know, great cellular technology. And now you got a country like Luxembourg who says, no, we're not allowing this in our country. We're not going to let our people be science experiments. Yeah. Like that's a spiritually kind of like science-based decision. We need to think, God, is this something I should do? These genetically modified organisms, is this something I should put in my body? Pray about this stuff. Ask God. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Because I believe our God's a God of life, God of love. He wants to see us well. God, should I be taking this aspirin? Should I take this chemotherapy? Are there other options for me? That to me should be the first thing a Christian should do before they just take any drug, before they do anything. Just God, what do you want me to do? What's the best course? So anyway, long answer to a short question, but it's a very serious one. It's very deep, but yeah, watch Fed Up the documentary, get on your knees, pray to the Lord. And I'm telling you something, the abundant life, and I know what it's like, again, coming from despair, depression, suicidal thoughts, addiction, to being free of all of that, hallelujah, praise the Lord, is like, I just want people to experience that because I know what it's like. That's awesome. And so will you. No, Dr. Z, I mean, you hit everything on the point. We could literally probably talk for like another two hours on this, right? So we'll have to have you on again. We'll hit another aspect of this for sure. Um, but no, I want to make sure that people can get more information from you. Um, cause I know we're out of time right now. So like, what are a couple ways that people can get a hold of you, get a hold of some of these resources? You mentioned some of them, like your books, you can get on Amazon bookstores. Um, can you repeat the names of those for us? And we'll put them on the, the show notes as well. And then also maybe like website, wherever they can get a hold of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the healing power of essential oils. Book number one, book number two is the essential oils diet everywhere. Books are sold and our website naturallivingfamily.com and also 
if you're listening to this, you're obviously a podcaster um, or someone listening to podcast or radio, go to Natural Living Family Podcast. Um, that's something that we talk a lot about these other things. We don't talk about 10 oils used for toe fungus. We talk a lot about the emotional, spiritual aspects of health. And um, it's been a very fun time with my wife and I. So the websites, the podcast, the books, and I so appreciate you get me on the show, Doc, and to speak abundant blessings on you and your wife and, and your community and make people just experience the abundant life in Christ. Absolutely. Thanks again, Dr. Z. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.